Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Lance Pants. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I'm Lucas Tiamore. And I'm Rachel. And we are going to open with this. <laughs> That felt good. Super appropriate. That felt right. <laughs> yeah, I was way too soft last week on the British monarchy and their horrible history. Worse than America. Yeah, their their history is just... Worse than America. 
atrocities committed in Africa, atrocities committed in India, atrocities committed in so many places. Arrogant. The monarchy is arrogant and greedy and cruel. So, sorry about last week. Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. <laughs> um, so, the conservatives are very, very, very upset this week over a few things. Um, first is that there's a Black Little Mermaid coming out, um, a film coming out with Disney. And um, uh, Disney, I'd like to speak with your manager. <laughs> um, so... A 36-year-old stated, like, he, um, his name is Matt Walsh, that it doesn't make sense to have someone with darker skin to live deep in the ocean. Um, but Matt XIV, who's an activist, an Instagram activist, uh, wrote, interestingly, it is also unscientific for a white person to live deep <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really going for, like, they're like, this is not realistic. And... Um, it's it, there's nothing realistic about um, Little Mermaid. There's absolutely there's talking nothing. Fish. There's nothing realistic about Little Mermaid. So they're, yeah, they're they're talking fish. Um, and there are fish of many colors. How do we know that like you couldn't have there? There are fish of many colors. So I don't, I don't think it really holds up. Marine life is incredibly diverse. And how often do the conservatives actually like bring up science and this is how they're going to bring up science to defend that like the little mermaid <laughs> can't have a black person in it. <laughs> now all of a sudden we like science. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's also a California man was just arre- um, arrested and he was also 34 years old. So our generation is not doing well this week. <laughs> um, he was arrested for threatening to bomb Miriam Webster because they changed the definition of Female. What did they change it to? To like somebody who has the gender identity opposite of male. Hmm. And he was said that there's no, no such thing as a gender identity. <sighs> We've talked about this before. You know how how someone will say you're you're not a female because. You don't have a pussy. Then the person gets a pussy. You're not a female because you don't have breasts. Then the person gets breasts. You're not a female because you're you you can't breastfeed. It just you people just keep changing. There are a lot of women's rights activists who like um, do not stand with trans people because they they think like well if you aren't able to have a baby then then they just keep pushing the. But there are so many. Like women who can't have a baby. I will say it's not just this guy who's outraged by the Merriam-Webster thing. Like I just like read a lot of articles and like a quick glance on the internet was there was plenty of articles by places that do sort of look legit, like some legitimate news sources saying like that, that the um, Merriam-Webster caved to the trans agenda. People are really, really, really threatened by Yeah, by they this. are. They are. And I can say for myself... There are times when I feel 100% female. Yeah, I, I'm not threatened by this because I think I flow between genders pretty pretty fluidly. But it has taken me a long time to accept that about myself. I'm so pissed. Can I? Oh, my God. They, they sold me a bad vape. They sold you a bad vape? Yeah. Oh. I'm so pissed. Sometimes they'll replace it. Sometimes they'll replace it. I lost my vape. I didn't have a vape. No, I don't. still don't have a vape. 
It's so weird. We went to Cold Spring this the week. Saga. We went on Thursday. We got we just got back today. I never buy vapes, but I decided to get one, you know, just because usually I'm going up with Lucas and he has a vape and we can share on the train so we're not nick fitting like by the end of the trip. Yeah. So I got one for myself, which I never do. And then you lost yours. I was like, and I and I was like, really like um, a terrible train mate for Rachel because of it. You was, were a freaking I was, I was horrible like freaking train out. mate. I was like, I was like, I was like, I need the bait. And like, I was like screaming about it. Like, and I was like, babe, sit down. There is nothing I can do about this. I kept unpacking and repacking my bag <laughs> trying to find a vape. You're looking at me like I can fucking make a vape out of thin air. I was like, get me a vape. Like, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> I used to vape marijuana on the train in the bathroom. But, like, it was, like, old-school baby marijuana, so, like, it still smelled horribly of marijuana and plastic melting. Because it was, like, these, like, $200 vape that, cost, that like, fucking did not work well. But it was, like, pre-vapes really happening. And um, and it just, like, we were, like, meek up the train. And, like, yeah, the Amtrak. And Amtraks are, like, fancy. You really shouldn't be doing that. They are I fancy. Did that, I did that shit all the time. <laughs> I smoked weed on on fucking on on buses on the way to Great Barrington. Uh, smoked weed, uh, all just everywhere where you're not supposed to. Yeah, that was one of my things. Now, is smoking now, weed where I'm not supposed to. Now once, there are signs up in the subway saying like, "Be considerate of where you're smoking weed because it's legal now." Yep. I smoked a joint on a military base. <laughs> I smoked a joint at my dad worked at uh, my dad who raised me worked at Picatinny Arsenal. In Picatinny, New Jersey, and it's it is an arsenal. It's like where they fucking make weapons and shit. And I was like, I'm if I ever get to go there, I'm so smoking a joint there. And you did, I did. And now, Sm- now you can just get the bodega edibles that taste like sour patch kids. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful, because edibles <laughs> sometimes taste too good. You want like, more edibles? This is really good chocolate. This <laughs> happened to me last night. <laughs> How much did you have? It's a lot. I love freaking love chocolate. You ate a lot of those? Yeah, I got real fucking paranoid. Uh, I only had one. I didn't have any this time. I love chocolate, you guys. So you were really high? I was so high last night. I didn't know. Yeah, we got there on Thursday. I got there early at about one o'clock. So I was able to go to the store, get food for our little vacation, get some wine, get some whiskey. I took a walk over to where the fucking amazing empanadas are. Got <laughs> myself an amazing empanada and went through some antique stores and went into, I went into this cheese shop that's owned by my friend Timothy Haskell just to see if he was there, but he was not there. But it was still, it's it's still, uh, it's it's a fancy cheese shop. It's like they're starting at $30 a pound for their fucking cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> But it's good cheese, I'm sure. I'm sure it's very good. Yeah, you guys love good food. It's great. We always eat extremely well. We're really snooty. We're really snooty people. No, we're not. I mean, I guess we eat at Trader Joe's, <laughs> which is like not too expensive, but like you eat great food. We like we like nice things. On vacation, we 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 get anything the fuck we want. Yeah, and 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 we're grateful for it, and we don't, you know, we don't, we don't. Anyway. So, you had your, you had to go to your brother's show, which was going to be at six thirty, but he didn't get on until seven thirty. Yeah, and that was right around the time I texted. 
uh, hey, are you guys on your way yet? And then I was like, I was like, I thought you had gotten a text from Rachel already. And no, so, it didn't. It didn't go. It through. didn't go through. So that's why I sent you that text. Like being like, I was like, I was like, you knew this was going to happen. Calm down. <laughs> no, Francis. I told you this was the deal. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. I'm just wondering around when you're heading here. <laughs> and, and, and as opposed to the way Rachel was responding. <laughs> hey, sweetie, Matthew's band is still playing. They went on late. Well, at least you have one nice, <laughs> one nice partner. <laughs> you have to balance each other out. And then, and then, when it was over, it, it, it ended at like ten to eight. So I'm figuring you guys are going to get the eight twenty-seven because it's literally fifteen minutes on a six train. I get a call. At nine, that hey. they wouldn't like they. That was Rachel wanted to go. They, I, I felt like I was. I wasn't even at the bar. I was talking to my mom. What am I getting flames for? Jeez. You, you agreed <laughs> to go to the bar with with Ernie. Ernie was very convincing. I didn't. I didn't agree to that. I just like was talking to my mom and following you guys. And then, Ernie was like, "We're gonna pick up the bartender. Like this girl's gonna be great. We're gonna go to another bar." <laughs> but, but Ernie, Ernie's convincing. <laughs> That one's not on me. That one's on Rachel. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So then I get a call a little bit after nine. Hey, can we bring this girl? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're not on a train yet. And you're asking if you can bring someone I've never met to my family home. In this yeah. You're beautiful, like, no way. I'm like, this is no not way. going to happen. Uh, and then no. I was like, please. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, be flexible on this one. Okay. <laughs> This is this is a this is time to be flexible. You're and you were like, great "This is time. not time to be flexible." I'm like, "This is not the time." I had to be already flexible. had two whiskeys, which is a lot for me. Yes. So I was like, "Okay." Ernie was pretty convincing. He was trying to convince me to do that. He was like, "He was like, you need to take Julie. You have to take Julie." And she was like, "Please, please." And these are my sex vacations. <laughs> well, was, no, she wanted to fuck you up with the ass too. I, that's that's <laughs> I know you made that clear. But that's kind of a, it's kind of a lot to spring a, a stranger. Spring a stranger on you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like to have strangers on me either. <laughs> it depends on the situation, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> most, hey, I'm, mostly I'm, no, mostly no. I'm all for. <laughs> I have no problem with casual sex, you know. Yeah, but it's but, like a three day vacation. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is my this is my <laughs> sex vacation. I do a lot of planning for it. Yeah, I spend a lot of money for me, and so yeah. anyway, I was like, get on the fucking get, get train, on the train. And get here, get on the fucking train. <laughs> and so then I did. I was the one who wrapped it up. I was like, y'all. Then they're like, we're gonna finish our drinks, and I was like, no, you're not. I wrapped it up. And Rachel, Rachel you, did and not you got on a nine. <laughs> you, you did not warn me. So you finally got, got on a nine forty-seven. <laughs> Which rolled in at eleven oh four, and when I was and I was like, "We're gonna start sex like as soon as you walk in the door." We did. <laughs> but, like, but no, we, I asked. I we, said, is it okay? We did deliver. No? Yeah, yeah. Is it okay if we like just start having sex like rip off our clothes as soon as you get in? You're like, yes. <laughs> we did do that. We did, and um, continued for hours. Yeah, we did a good job. Yeah, we delivered in the end. But but we do have to. Do, rescind one of our recommendations we made oh yes yes we are no longer endorsing doc johnson's harnesses the fucking thing fell apart fell apart so like, fell apart thank you for we thought like it was a size inclusive brand but it's just a fucking shitty brand <laughs> har- it's a shitty fucking harness 
Um, and and the leather. And this was only the second time we used it. So yeah, the leather bed one we've had for like seven years. <laughs> we've had it for a long time. It it is exactly the same as when we bought it. We're we're gonna go back to the leather man this week. Yeah, and but they got to get their shit together yeah. on this one. Calvin is DJing after this. Um, we're so if, proud if of you, Calvin. Is in Bushwick right now and wants to head out at the Bushwick Ice House, which um, one of the finest establishments in Bushwick. It's a very fine establishment. The last time Rachel and I were there, um, we had sex um, in the bathroom, and now I'm on prep. <laughs> <laughs> they had sex with a stranger in the bathroom. We had sex with a stranger in the bathroom, and so now my doctors put me on prep. They were like, "We've really been trying to get you on prep for a long time." Like, time now you have to <laughs> we're gonna fill people in on what prep is for those who don't prep know. prep is a great prep is great like um i haven't had any side effects from it you know we had been good. concerned that's but... very good yeah it is a it's a medication it stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis so in other words it will help protect you against hiv um yeah if you are to be exposed to hiv you would most likely not get it if you're on prep but there is it is a little bit different for people who are born in female bodies like if you forget to take it um at all you 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 will not be protected whereas like for someone born in a male body you might actually be more protected it works better on male bodies but um it still works on female bodies as long as you take it every day and uh, there are definitely uh, some serious side effects that you should be aware of. It can be, uh, there can be worsening of hepatitis B uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So There's serious side effects to all medications. My doctor was, like, really unconcerned about them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind so, of a miracle, like, considering where we came from, like, the amount of fear and loss and, you know, devastation that now can be prevented with a pill. Yes. Yeah, just uh, educate yourself. Before oh, yeah, it's definitely it. not without risks, but um, considering also, where we came from. Getting back to the queen, um, I would recommend, if you just, if you Google atrocities of Queen Elizabeth II, you'll, you'll find plenty of stuff. Uh, I do recommend an article from The Guardian. Uh, uh, I, I recommend The Guardian. They don't take advertising, and they're not owned by, by a billionaire, so they, they're free to fucking tell the truth. So there's an article... The title is Queen's Death Intensifies Criticism of British Empire's Violent Atrocities. I almost want to play God Save the Queen again. <laughs> well, we have a few other songs to play. We have a couple of songs yeah. to play. Um, we're going to play a song by The Germs. Manimal. Okay, let me... Pull it up, and uh, you get onto what whatever was next on your on your notes there. Um, well, we can talk about how Madonna um, reveals that she has a sex obsession and marriage regrets. But we were like, "Is that really a reveal?" Is that yeah? Like we were like, "That yeah. sounds like normal life." Is that? It doesn't everyone have like <laughs> have sex addiction and like marriage, marriage regrets? regrets? 
And did we not know you were obsessed with sex? I know. I, how how would we not not know that at this point? Madonna. Yeah, everyone Madonna. knows you're obsessed with she sex. Like, still wears like she's like, I like saw her out once. Um, for I forget where where I was like maybe a fashion show or I forget where I was, but like I saw her out and she was wearing nothing. <laughs> she's like fifty years old. You know what I mean? She's older than that. Yeah, she's older than that. Um, so why are we playing this? I got it ready. We're playing it for David. We promised him two songs. Hey, David. Okay. David wants to be our musical director, but I, I didn't promise him that today. <laughs> but David does have great taste in music. Totally. Here we go. Manimal by the Germs. I liked it. I like it a lot. Yes, I did too. An Iowa teen has been um, forced to pay um, by the courts $150,000 after killing the person who sex trafficked her. Who raped her. No, it's worse. He trafficked her. I'm just reading it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, originally I thought I had read that he, you know, um, raped her, but he's actually he actually sex trafficked her. I mean, a lot of these girls up until recently in New York were at Rikers. They're all ended up in jail they, yeah, for being trafficked. Being trafficked. They, this is a very a very recent in New York, yeah, New York recent thing that that the girls aren't going to jail anymore for that reason. Like, why? You know, that's just it's just terrible. I mean, very terrible. She's only seventeen years old. Luckily, people have. You know, donations have been pouring in. She was 15 when it started. Yeah. 
She's only 17 now. It's, it's really um, upsetting. It sure is. It is. But, you know, I, I'm glad that we, you know, we have fun shows. We have very lighthearted shows. We have shows where we don't bring up this kind of stuff. But, you know, this is this is current. This is happening now. And it, it just shows another absurdity, absurdity sometimes of how our judicial system doesn't work at times. Um, crossing points. Um, we had the leader of crossing points on the show maybe a month ago. Um, and sh- um, crossing points is having a art show. Crossing points is an organization that brings art to um, people who have been sex trafficked. They hire pe- people to do workshops. It's um, a great organization. That's on October 18th at St. John's in the village at six o'clock. October 18th, St. John's in the village at 6 PM. Did we give the time for uh Calvin show? You gave the venue. I, I think it starts at 8 o'clock. Okay. Like, kind of, I think like 8 to midnight. All right. So, as soon as you're done, or you can listen to this show on the way. <laughs> yeah, get over there now. Yeah, get over there. Go on over there. Have sex in the bathroom and get on prep. Not with us. Not with us. We're not here. <laughs> <laughs> we will be there, but we will not be We will not be offering sex in the bathroom. Not offering sex in the bathroom. <laughs> we just had a ton of sex. They're done for now. They're going to take a little rest. And Friday in, in Coldspring, all about fucking resting and chilling and eating whatever the fuck we want and just being mellow as fuck. Uh, we did see Ernie and met a dog. Yeah, we met um, Shelby. A, a Shelby, a very wild pit bull. <laughs> wild in a sweet way. Wild in a sweet way. She's not um, She's not aggressive at all. But No, she's she just, just wants to lick your face. She just wants to lick your face, but she, um, she's so strong, though. She did make me fear that we might not be strong enough for a pit bull. Yeah, I did try to walk her for a moment, and I was, like, getting pulled, and I was like, damn, this is hurting my pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, but I talked to you guys about that. I got my, my dog, Remy, he was a pit bull and retriever mix, very strong dog, but I got him, he was, like, three and a half months old when I got him, and I started his training, like, right away, and yeah. never had any kind of problem with him. And pit bulls, at, at that time, were getting a very bad rap. They, they, they were there was close to they were close to making laws to get rid of them. That's to, so to, sad. To to eliminate the breed from Los Angeles. Uh, fortunately, my dog had been registered as a retriever mix. They didn't put pit bull on it because of this talk going on. You know, and I can't imagine. I cannot imagine how they're gonna kill your pet. Like how this. they're gonna t- take your dog and, and kill your fucking dog. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, animal rights activists were able to convince everybody to calm the fuck down to understand that this dog is the opposite of inherently violent. It's inherently a very sweet dog, a very smart dog, very loyal. And because of its massive strength, some assholes were breeding them specifically to be violent. You breed them to be violent. You teach them that, that then that's what they're going to be. Dogs want to please the, the people that they love. I mean, people too. You raise your kids to be violent, they will be violent. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. For the true. same reason. Yep. 100% true. They'll just want to make, you know, make the grown-ups happy. So Friday was all about chilling out and playing with dogs. <laughs> and having, yeah. Having a nice time. It was very nice. And then... We did not get empanadas. We did not get em- No, I got, a, I got an empanada <laughs> on, 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 on Thursday, but we went there on Friday 
and we were just like set, uh, minutes too late. Yeah, minutes too late for the empanadas. That's okay. We got to play with the dogs. So. Ernie gave me back my paintings from when I was in psychosis. <laughs> They're fucking phenomenal. But they are like why they they are they were wildly scary. Like. <laughs> Um, or not scary, but like just like a lot was going. Francis said, I wouldn't want to be in your brain. Um, I would not want to be in the head of the person that made those paintings. <laughs> They're awesome. They're incredible. It's great. You know, you, I wish, I wish I could make, you know, when I'm craziest, like the kind of poetry I write, the things I write, I wish I could make my crazy art when I wasn't crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I wish I could still make my crazy art. I am crazy, but I don't make art like that. That's fucking beautiful art. You make wonderful art. It's different. It's different. Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Peters Valley School of Craft. Peters Valley presents the 52nd Annual Craft Fair at the Sussex County, New Jersey Fairgrounds on September 24th and 25th. Visitors can buy um, handcrafted pieces from over 100 exhibiting artists. Ticket sales support Peter Valley School of Craft, fostering creative thinking through fine art education programs and events. Tickets and information at petervalley.org. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFP as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Very well done. We also got, uh, we also got a ski ball and a toss-across. For 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 Cold Spring, that was fun. That was fun. it was really fun. We set it up on the back deck, and uh, you, kid size, kid size, kid not, size. Yeah, not not like expensive. Uh, we didn't get it. It was like it was like less than fifty bucks for both of them. So they're they're you know they're they're cheap, and but you know fucking toss across. It's classic. Love it. I love it. And you were you were Lucas was getting really good with the ski ball. Yeah, I was. I was. I came up with some skill. And you know, <laughs> ch- cheaper made toys are are harder to play because they're they cheap. Are, yeah. <laughs> but you know, they they totally held together. You know, they're 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 not flimsy or anything like they're not flimsy like cheap. And it's just fun. Ski ball toss across is just fun. So I'm glad we got to do that. And you guys recently on a different subject. So sad. This is so heartbreaking. You lost a bag of dicks. We yeah, lost we were gonna all go fuck our, our friend, and like we lost all of our dicks in, in doing so, like on the way there. Now, and, like get somebody, close somebody, to the mic and, and please explain how this happened. Somebody, we were bringing them in Uber, and we left them on the stoop. And um, not only did somebody take that, but then they went through all the trash to, to see if there was more dicks. They were looking for more dicks. I was like, in the not, trash. You're not oh, satisfied. They ripped open every single trash bag. 
in, in front of the building. Oh man. <laughs> and, and it's like, what, like $200 worth of dicks maybe? Oof, more 300. Than 300. More than 300. Than more than 300. Than it was a harness, like a double-sided dick, um, a pink dick that you gave me, um, that I was using for my OnlyFans, um, was the rainbow dick in there too or no? Yep. The rainbow dick was? The rainbow dick. Damn. Damn. Whole bag of dicks. And also it takes a while to accumulate. You know, you don't buy them all at once. You're like, oh, wait, I like the way this one looks. Or this is described well. Or someone recommended this to me. Or face boy Francis gave me this one. You know, $300. That, that's, that's an eight ball. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking earlier about how when people do drugs and they lose something or they lose money, they always it, it's always compared to drugs. It's, <laughs> if someone does cocaine, three hundred dollars, man, that's 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 an that's an eight ball. If someone smokes weed, they're like, I lost twenty five dollars. That's like that's like a gram and a half. That's a gram and a half of weed. Weed smokers <laughs> are so lucky. <laughs> they spend nothing. Well, I, I am pledging right now that I will be I will be purchasing at least one of your decks to replace it. Thank you. Thank you, Francis. And Thank you. That's very nice. Listeners, of you. if you're friends, maybe make a, a pledge yourself. <laughs> Get these folks some dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Get them some dicks, please. Oh gosh. I uh I went to a, a memorial recently for uh, Diane Odebra, who was uh, just a wonderful person, great performer, and, you know, memorials aren't, they're moving, and it, and it's sad, but the people who put it together did a wonderful job, and the entertainment was fantastic, and the, the seeing the, the, the things that they put together that they showed of her past performances were really well put together and and really presented her wonderful humor so nicely. So uh, as as sad as it and it was a year to the date that we had lost her, and um, uh, as as sad as the event was, it was very nice to see some people I hadn't seen in a very long time. Beautiful people who not a one of them I would not consider a friend. There's where was it? It was at the Crane Theater. On Fourth uh, Street near Second Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I performed there. I have too. A lot of times. Yeah. 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 There was a. There used to be a, a gay sex club right across the street from it. So like I I would do shows at the Crane and then go to oh, the gay God. sex club. <laughs> <laughs> the Bijou it was called on I think eighty five East Fourth Street. I can't remember, but it was yeah. It was fun. We were also looking at uh, fat dogs and fat cats. We love them. We love them. We understand, you know, that there are health issues and that you shouldn't overfeed your pets just because you like a fat cat or a fat dog. But they look so cute. Well, Reaper, you know, this cat I used to live with. in oh, this Reaper. Reaper has, like, you know, fears because the, Reaper wasn't really getting fed enough when lived with its old owner um and so now reaper overeats because like there, there's so much food insecurity mm-hmm. oh my goodness i relate reaper 
Yeah, I was concerned when I love when, him so much. when I first got Allie because she was you know out on her own. She was she was living as a street cat, as as an alley cat, um, and I was I was concerned that she might become an overeater because she had food stress. She that, looks so happy and comfortable now, though. She is. She does not overeat. She's just. She looks so happy whenever I see her. She's a very happy, happy well-adjusted cat. cat. Yep, yep. She, she's, she's the best. I love her. Uh, big Barsic. Big Barsic is a cat that uh, was forty-one pounds. That's a big cat. Yeah, <laughs> and and his family moved somewhere where he couldn't take him, and I think his sister, <laughs> and they left him at a shelter. That's so sad. I know, I know, and uh, and and he was close to a world record. So there was interest in adopting him because he was just so special and unique and big. Did someone adopt him? Someone adopted him. Uh, he was put, he was told, you know, they were told until we get this like sorted through with the veteran, with veterinarians, don't put him on a diet. Don't change anything that, that, that he's doing because that can be very dangerous to do just, just all of a sudden out of nowhere. So they, uh, they, Got all of that done. He is big. Barsic is down to half his weight. Still big for a cat at twenty pounds, but uh, lo- safely lost half that weight already. So, go all of you people involved with Big Barsic's story. Mm. We love you. Go Big Barsic. And you're you're looking at at a, a dog that they 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 were doing like an underwater water aerobics, yeah. water aerobics to help help this. This oh big yeah, dog out. Simba. Yeah, I just I just follow him on Instagram. I I really like seeing him do his water aerobics. I follow Big Barsic <laughs> on Instagram yeah. too. Yeah, I like you know his seeing him seeing his his success story, like finally being able to jump up out of bed. <laughs> I know it's cute. You can do it now. You can do it, Big Barsic. Uh, big Barsic. We also like roly dogs. Rachel really wants a roly dog, but I think you know we don't have the funds to have to have a disabled dog. Probably no, probably not. Roly dogs are the ones that it's usually their it's their hind legs. their hind legs aren't working. But roly dogs and roly cats, as much as they deserve a home, uh, they need some. They need a home of somebody who's Less really resources. can take care of them. Resources. Yeah, I met one at the the Brooklyn. Brooklyn Heights Cat Cafe. His name was Odd Todd because he he's on wheels and he has a lot of a lot of different oddities. And I like was so endeared to him, but he can't like he can't use the litter box by himself. He can't eat by himself. Like it'd be like round the clock care for Odd Todd. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can do that. He's not an independent guy, but he's really really great. Hey, how got- do you know when the cat needs to use the litter box? Um, I'm not sure. They would probably approach it. Yeah. Yeah, but then he needs help, like, cleaning himself. Yeah. I had a like cat who, who, we got a little too young. The, the, the farm just, like, was done with the cats and, like, wanted to get rid of them. And so they gave us to them a little too young. And um, the cat, like, I had to give it a bath every time he used the litter box. It was terrible. Yeah. He'd throw away a lot of our furniture. Like. After taking care of a very elderly dog for the last few years, I am hesitant to... I don't know. This cat would like be in that step, situation again. This cat would like step in its poop, like just like play with it. Like it was like really weird. 
Oh no. Eventually it learned it did not want to get taken to the bath. So it yeah, it's like negative reinforcement. <laughs> Cats don't like baths. Uh you said that you had a a third song for us. Yes. Let me pull it up. Um Nig Heist, Life in General. I'm sorry, what heist? Nig. It's a um, band that was started by members of Black Flag because they felt um, hardcore punk had become more, too much of a boys club. So this was a little bit like um, of a, you know, this band was a little bit of a rejection from their hardcore punk scene they came from.
That was uh, Nick Heist. Yes, thank you. Let's play some of this just for fun. Ramones. Clearly live.
time Kate and Riff are number one fans. Take it, baby. Pretty fucking awesome set by the Ramones. That was fun. That was fun. That was uh, that was released on Road to Ruin in 1976. Uh, Blitzkrieg Bop, Teenage Lobotomy, California Sun, Pinhead, and she's the one. And this is this is like classic Ramones on bass. We had Dee Dee Ramone vocals, Joey Ramone guitar was Johnny Ramone. Drums, Marky Ramone, produced by Tony, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, <laughs> uh, written by Joey Ramone, Johnny, Marky, Morris, and Morris Levy, and Tommy Ramone, released on Sire Records, 1976. That's a set that I had not heard uh, before we played it tonight. I, it just popped up as a suggestion because we were doing punk, and I was like, "I I would like to hear this." <laughs> and also, since we're not, since like the Guardian, we don't have advertisers, and we don't have, we're not owned by a billionaire. We can do what the fuck we want. <laughs> Play an eleven minute set from the Ramones from nineteen seventy six. Hey, coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn, it is the Circuit with Courtney Love, who just walked in. Hey, Courtney. We love the show before us. We love the show after us. I always like. I always like when Courtney's wearing overalls. I don't wear. Don't, <laughs> I don't know if she's wearing. Don't know where, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Don't know if she's wearing the overalls tonight. <laughs> she's so cute. So cute in the overalls. 
<laughs> hey, now, now we embarrassed. I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> we we got we got uh, two minutes left to the show, and and that also means I'm gonna be going home, and you guys are going to see Calvin. And it's been like such a wonderful bonding time with the two of you. I can't tell you how much I, I, I love you you so much. Uh, it's it, I had a wonderful time. Me too. Me too. Just it's, I did too. Thank you. It's uh, not going to be easy to say. Goodbye until next time, but we're going to go to the San Gennaro Festival, maybe tomorrow or Monday, depending on how you guys feel. The Feast of San Gennaro, <laughs> where we're going to go to, to specifically for the sausage and peppers to the Lucy's stand, those who are in the know. I don't know if Rachel's going to eat sausage and peppers. No, and I'm not going to go on a Ferris wheel, but... <laughs> You're not. No, no, fuck no. But Why not? I, no, it's so scary. She doesn't go on rides. It's too scary. It, it is scary. I'm just, just going to stay on the ground and drink. Oh, I went on a, just went on a scary ride accidentally. I went on, not accidentally. Well, accidentally, yeah, you're right. It was totally accidentally. Because you thought it was a kid's ride. Yeah, I thought it was a kiddie ride. But you went on that too, didn't you? No, this was, this was um, Rachel didn't make it to that. Oh, that's trip. right. That's right. That's right. It was me and you and Calvin. I was scared on the, the Roosevelt Island tram the other day. I was like, this is an adventure ride. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Lucas is like, man, the fuck up. I was like, there are children on here. Please <laughs> stop. Yeah. You were saying the same about the, the scary ride that I was on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this person is nine. Okay. That person is nine. We're like, you see these people? These are toddlers. These are toddlers. <laughs> All right, folks. So we will be back here next week. Another live show. Please remember to show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important. And you know that it is. Keep it right here on Radio Free Brooklyn for The Circuit with Courtney Love. I am Lance Pants. Damn it. No, I'm not. I'm Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. With me, Lucas, a.k.a. Lucille Tiamor. And Rachel.